Hi there. Welcome to our medical series, Call to Care by Sanford Health. I'm your host, Courtney Collin, with Sanford Health News. Call to Care brings forward medical experts who can give fellow clinicians some advice and guidance that they can use in their primary care practice. And more information about when it's time to refer patients and families to more specialized care. Joining me for these conversations is Dr. Joseph Sejlon, who is Vice President and Medical Officer for Sanford Children's Hospital and a leader in pediatric critical care. But he's here to help us dive even deeper into these topics to provide the best insight and care for our patients and communities. Dr. Sejlon, welcome. Great to have you again. Courtney, it's really nice to be here. Good to see you again. I'm looking forward to this conversation. We're talking today about EOS technology, which is a full-body imaging scan that uses far less radiation than a traditional scan. And Sanford Health in Sioux Falls is the only facility right now that offers this type of imaging. So to help us dive a little deeper into this topic is Dr. Jeff Haft, an orthopedic surgeon who specializes in spine disorders and pediatric orthopedics. Welcome, Dr. Haft. Thank you. Uh, Thanks for the opportunity to talk about EOS today. I'm excited to to have the conversation. Thanks, Joe. And it's great to see you. Uh, Dr. Half, and, and wonderful to be talking about this. This is something I admit that I know nothing about, which is, uh, which is great to, to <laughs> yeah. be able to learn. And it's also exciting to be able to, to um, learn more of this from someone that I've had the privilege of working beside as a clinician. And, and we are so, uh, so thankful that he is in our community, and I've really enjoyed our, our working relationship. Why don't we start off for our listeners with um, what, what is exactly a pediatric orthopedist? Maybe tell us a little bit about your training. Sure. So all pediatric orthopedists complete a orthopedic surgery residency, which is five years, and then uh, people do additional training in pediatric orthopedics, which can be one to two years, depending on which which course of study mm-hmm. people pursue. Uh, I spent uh, a year after residency doing uh, a fellowship that focused a lot on pediatric spine deformity, which people think of as scoliosis, and. Uh, we also, in pediatric orthopedics, take care of a slew of other um, conditions that are are conditions that none of my adult partners ever want to see or take care of. These things include hip dysplasia, club feet, uh, cerebral palsy, spina bifida, uh, a number of syndromic disorders, skeletal dysplasias, pediatric trauma. So it's it's a it's a lot of different conditions, many of which are somewhat rare, and many of all of which are, are are pretty specialized and require uh, a person with additional training to manage them properly. Great, thank you. That 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 helps, and I I um, appreciate the expertise that you bring to the care of of those children that have um, a number of those illnesses and chronic conditions that you mentioned. Well, we'll go ahead and get to the topic at hand. Uh, what is EOS? So EOS is a it's EOS is the proprietary name for the technology and device that is a specialized x-ray system. So in simple terms EOS is a fancy x-ray system. And I I I know that uh, you were a strong advocate to bring EOS technology to the Sanford Children's Hospital. What are the advantages of this? So EOS, uh, the, dis- the disadvantage, I'm going to answer with it, the disadvantage of EOS is that it's expensive. So it took a pretty big effort to, to get the capital and, and dollars to bring it here. The rationale for doing it, though, was, was twofold. First and most importantly, 
it's dramatically less radiation for all patients, and in particular our, our pediatric patients. So the standard EOS X-ray has one-ninth the radiation of a standard X-ray. And there's also something called, we have a called a microdose protocol where where you can use even less radiation, which is one forty-third the standard dose of radiation. So you can get 43 X-rays for the price of one from a radiation standpoint. So the, the radiation reduction is, is the I'd say, the number one reason we like it. The number two reason, and this is even more surprising when you start using it, is the image quality is much better than traditional X-ray. Mm. So the, the crispness of the, of the anatomy uh, is incredible when you put it side-by-side side with a comparable X-ray using standard X-ray technology or, or DR radiation, uh, radiology. And from from the type of patients you take care of and from the research that I did, um, this reduced radiation is particularly important for children who are getting multiple x-rays throughout their life. Sure. We have, we have children with what we call early onset scoliosis who may be th- three or four years old and they get multiple x-rays a year, year after year after year, and the radiation exposure is not insignificant. And this allows us to to reduce their radiation dose by anywhere from 10 to 40 times over the course of their childhood. Uh, it's it's fantastic. One of the things that drove this acquisition, frankly, is that parents are very well educated now. And I hardly had a day that went by where someone didn't come in and, and poke me in the chest and say, why don't you guys <laughs> have this imaging technology here in, in our region and and we do. We've had it now since April, so it's it's been wonderful. Well, I, I applaud you for your efforts and for those parents speaking out uh, for their children. Now, is it specifically just for children, or can it be used for adults as well? It it can be used for adults as well, and it's not just used for spine imaging. It's used for any imaging you can get with a patient standing up. So we can take X-rays of the pelvis. Um, we take full body imaging from the head all the way to the toes, which. You'd wonder why a person needs that, but there are a lot of spine deformity applications uh, where we like to see the what we call global body balance, where you can see from the position of the skull relative to the ankles. And a lot of our joint replacement specialists uh, prefer these images for preoperative planning and postoperative assessment as well. So the the <laughs> The device has been so, or the the imaging has been so popular, they've had to already build out an additional waiting and changing room down there uh, because it's used all day, every day. Thanks. That's very helpful. I I had not realized that the folks that do joint replacements also use it, and and you, of course, use it for your patients as well. Now, is it always standing, or does, can the person, if they're not able to stand, is it sitting as well, or...? So we have the latest generation of the EOS imaging. It's called EOS Edge. We're one of two sites in the U.S. to have the latest imaging. I think the other one is Cleveland Clinic or somewhere in Ohio. The original EOS system allowed for seated x-rays or seated scoliosis images. The new device where the patient's actually up on a platform does not have an approved chair yet for seated imaging. Uh, that is coming. So, uh, we, you know, we have a number of patients who are non-ambulatory, and right now our system cannot accommodate them, but we're working on it. Oh, okay, perfect. Thank you. How long does the scan take? 
uh, it takes a second. It's, wow. It's, really? It's immediate. And the, the other beautiful part about it, well, there's several things. First is the images are not stitched together electronically. It's all one image. So you, you, you don't have any distortion around the edges of the image. It's also calibrated so you can measure lengths on the image that are accurate without any additional calibration or without a, without a ruler on the image. So, for instance, if you wanted to measure uh, uh, the, the width of a bone or, or the length of a femur for a limb length inequality, you can just measure directly from our PAC system, and it's accurate. I realize that uh, you interpret most of your x-rays, but is there any special training that our radiologists or an orthopedist would require so that they could read the images from EOS? There's, there's not. Uh, there, there are some sophisticated measurements we do related to spine deformity uh, that are automated with a new system. So there's, there's things I used to do that took me half an hour to measure, mm-hmm. and now I can, it, it automatically measures these things and gives you a printout of all these different parameters. So it, just like all, all newer technology, it, it automates many processes that we previously did by hand and, mm-hmm. and saves us a lot of time. So it sounds like um, it it's easy to do. Uh, it doesn't take a lot of time. You have significantly reduced radiation, and the usages can be for ju- for children as well as adults. Are there any downsides to the technology since you've had it since April that you've found? The not not really. I mean, one downside is it requires its own room and space and waiting room. So we had to, in addition to the cost of the of the technology itself, we had to invest in in a little additional space. Otherwise, I don't see any major downsides. I think the biggest problem that we're going to have long-term is we're going to need more than one of them okay. because it's so popular. Okay. Oh, wow. Now, who can, um, you know, I think a lot of the providers out there, this EOS technology and the machine, first off, probably a lot of the providers like myself have never really seen the machine, um, and then they're just learning about this technology. But who can order images using this technology? Anyone can order it. Uh, any doctor in the community, in the state, uh, can order it and use it just like if you're ordering an MRI scan. So we've tried to let our primary care doctors and pediatricians know about it. And there are a lot of people who have already begun ordering uh, images on their patients and rather than doing them in their office, sending them over, understanding the radiation differences. Now, let me ask, let me, that, that, I did not know that. That's interesting. Now, let me ask a question just to clarify. So a child comes into the ER and they broke their arm. Is there an indication for it there? Is that something that's... Probably not for an extremity isolated injury where a patient's going to be shielded from radiation anyway. Uh, not, not really a good application there. Okay. So for our primary, primary care providers out there, um, who may may be interested in ordering this? What kind of reasons would they have for specifically ordering the EOS technology? The, the three most common reasons would be number one, spine deformity, which would be scoliosis or abnormal kyphosis. The second reason would be concerns about limb length inequality. Get a standing image that can show you whether the bones are truly uh, different in length or not. And the third reason would be uh, concerns about limb alignment, such as knock knees or genu valgum. Those would be the most common reasons that a primary care doctor would want to order an EOS image. 
Thank you. That That's very useful information. Thank you. And I'm sure our primary care providers that are listening will will not only appreciate this resource, but also appreciate the access to this resource uh, being one of two sites in the United States. Fantastic. Um, is there anything else specifically about the EOS that we should discuss today? The only thing I would add is I think uh, I, I'm appreciative of, of the efforts of people who have fundraised around uh, Children's Miracle Network and and the effort that uh, Sanford administration made to, to get the capital together to acquire the technology. I think it was a group, uh, I, think it, I think it was a collaborative effort, and uh, I think that the, our foundation was involved as well. So I think the, this, is, this is an important example of, of what happens to these dollars, you know, where, where they get invested. I think this is a good investment, mm-hmm. not just in our health system, but the whole region. The closest EO system outside of Sioux Falls would be in Rochester, Minnesota, or Omaha, Nebraska. What does it mean for you as a physician to have this technology here at Sanford in Sioux Falls? Well, it means a lot to me. It, it, it gives me confidence that we're, we're giving our patients the safest care we can give them. Well, thanks. I appreciate those, uh, those words and really appreciate your leadership in bringing this technology to us. You know, I know we have we have two pediatric orthopedists uh, at Sanford Children's, um, and I, as I said in the beginning of the show, I I've had the privilege of working alongside you as a clinician. What are some of the other accommodations that we make for children uh, that you may see either as an outpatient or an inpatient? When you say accommodations, do you mean uh, special? Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, what do we do it, just for kids? Okay. What do we do just for kids? Well. One thing we do is we we try to have uh, multi-specialty clinics for some of our special needs groups of children. And examples of this would be spasticity clinics, spina bifida clinics, skeletal dysplasia clinics. And the idea behind this is many of these special needs children have to see subspecialists in various specialties multiple times a year. And it ends up being a huge ordeal for the families uh, to come in for separate appointments to see subspecialists. These multi-specialty clinics allow patients to come in one morning or one afternoon and see three or four or five subspecialists all at once. Uh, it, It's makes it a lot easier on families that are already probably at their wits end traveling back and forth from three hours away to see people in multiple subspecialty areas. So that's that's one of the accommodations we make. I think the other accommodation that, that Sanford specifically makes is having a standalone children's hospital full of subspecialists who can take care of complex problems. We have a, Dr. Sedgelon recognizes this, but we have invested for two decades in developing a team of specialists who can take care of just about any problem that, that exists in our in our pediatric world. Uh, and that's probably the biggest accommodation we make regionally. There's no other regional hospital that does what we do. Mm-hmm. None. Yeah, and I appreciate that. And mm-hmm. I, I know my observation would be, um, you know, we have pediatric physical therapy, or yeah, physical therapy. We have uh, OT. 
um, child life, pediatric nurses, uh, specifically trained pediatric pharmacists, pediatric hospitalists. So it really does take a team to take care of these children and and um, appreciate uh, what we have developed here and and um, and all the the resources that we have that we can take care of these children. Um, and EOS is just one of those that really makes us stand out and um, allows us to to take care of those children with the resources that is the safest for them. Finally, um, if, if, if a provider out there has uh, wants pediatric orthopedic advice, um, has patients they want to refer to you, how, how would they go about doing that? So that's, that's another great question. I, as you know, I've got a partner, Dr. Jared Daniel, who came here a couple of years ago uh, from Des Moines. He's, he's been practicing peds now for five or six years. And he arrived here, and he's it took him about one year, and he's as busy as I am. So there's there's a tremendous amount of pediatric orthopedic conditions out there. What we have done is every single day, Monday through Friday, one of us is in clinic, all day, and we have a uh, we have a system in place whereby any provider who wants either to refer someone or immediate advice on a pediatric condition, it's usually trauma or infection, can reach us. Uh, they can either call the clinic or there's a through the one call system. We're on the call schedule every day, and the the pager goes directly to us. So we we're answering pages when we're in clinic for all types of problems. As an example of this, and I just want to share this example because of the other question you just asked. I got called today, 2 p.m. about a child who I I, I believe ultimately is going to have a, a malignant tumor. Uh, we're able to get the patient in today from somewhere else in the region. Uh, now that patient's been admitted by our pediatric hospitalist team, will be seen by uh, our pediatric oncologists. We do have a new partner here at Sanford, Josh Johnson, who's a musculoskeletal oncology expert and did a just completed a tumor fellowship in orthopedics. So it just it again, this just speaks to the type of team that has been put together here over the course of mine and your careers. I mean, we've, you and I, as you mentioned, have been here a long time. And what we have today is, is a result of the efforts of hundreds and hundreds of people over two decades. So I, it's, it's a wonderful thing to see. Well, well thanks. I, I appreciate your comments and, and really marvel at the ease at which people can get in contact with you. And hopefully if there's someone listening and they were unaware of the the ease at which you can get a hold of Dr. Haft and his partner and tap into this expertise, um, this helps inform. Well, Courtney, I will throw it back to you. Dr. Sejlon, thank you. Dr. Haft, thank you so much for your insight and expertise on EOS technology and all that you do to provide care to patients here at Sanford. Thanks again. Of course, my pleasure. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Our Call to Care podcast series by Providers for Providers continues right here with our Sanford Health experts. I'm Courtney Collin. Thank you so much for being here. We'll see you soon.